Mike W. Rogers, you won the giveaway from last week. Congratulations, comic fam. Enjoy your hot comics list. Comic book's so damn hot, I need another person on the mic to talk about him with me. Jam hit him with number 10. Yeah, let's start off with number 10 because number one is like a WTF. I don't know why this book is number one on the list. So let's start off with number 10 and we'll see if we can make it make sense. We're talking about Batman 181, the first appearance of Poison Ivy. Bridget Reagan cast as Pamela Isley, Poison Ivy for Batwoman season three. We knew this back in August. This book has been blowing up since last year. Look at the 4.5. Sold for $1,200, tying the previous all-time high that was established back in October. The 7.0 is making some gains as well. Not a record breaker, but let's consider that. Back in January, this book sold for $1,136. In June, it hit its all-time high of $2,500. This week, we have a strong sale of $2,200, which is the third highest sale of all time. Keep in mind, there's an interior two-page poster on the inside of this book. Many were taken out back in the day, making it difficult to secure a completed copy, let alone a high-grade one. Speaking of which, the 9.6 had an all-time record shattered this past week. Prior record set in June for $41,000, up 11%, now selling for $45,678. Hit the like, slap the subscribe. You know we have a giveaway on deck. Next at the list, number nine, Samaritan number one that's right guys subby number one the first solo series in the silver age it's not his first appearance but we're talking about the next best thing here we have a cgc 9.6 which sold for five thousand two hundred dollars back in may it's up 20 percent now selling for six thousand two hundred and twenty five I like this book because it's the first solo series of Namor in the Silver Age. Also, it's an origin of the character. But I also like it when Jem Mint calls it subby number one. We have a 9.8 that hit the market last June selling for $10,200. That's up 10%. Now selling for $11,250. Number eight on the list, Amazing Spider-Man 129, the first appearance of The Punisher, Frank Castle. And don't forget about the Jackal. I can see this book heating up in the future if the MCU and Sony decides to do the Clone Saga. I mean, they said they're up for another trilogy. Maybe Tom Holland won't be Peter Parker and maybe we'll get Ben Riley. But that's not why we're here today. We're here today for the Punisher. Rumors have it he's going to be joining the MCU. Reprising his role would be the actor John Bernthal. A CGC 7.0 didn't break an all-time record. It's actually another third highest sale. It sold for $2,750, which is $500 more than the 90-day average. Considering you could have scooped this book up at that grade for $1,200 in January, oh, how far the comic market has come. Now, we have a Mark Jeweler variant, 8.5, selling back in March for $2,951. That ad made all the difference. The book is up, now selling for 3550 Then we have another kind of funky one here, the CGC 9.6. It had its all-time record-breaking sale for $13,300 back in October. But five sales since then all came short under the $10,000 mark until this week's sale. Selling for $1,600 more than the 90-day average, it's now selling for $11,600. John Bernthal, also known as Shane Walsh, has gone on the record multiple times saying that he wants to reprise his role as Frank Castle. Considering the Defender spec, Charlie Cox already confirmed to be the MCU's daredevil, according to Kevin Feige. Well, a lot of interest in this major Bronze Age key, especially when you look at the 9.8, which sold this past week for $33,000, which isn't a record breaker, but that is $2,000 higher than the 
prior 12-month average. We had a $20,000 low in May and a high sale for a 9.8 set in September of 43K. All right, guys, then moving on to number seven, sticking with that Daredevil theme, we have Daredevil 131, the first appearance of Bullseye. Now, it was reported just last month that the hit show Hitmonkey wanted to use Bullseye, but Marvel wouldn't let him. Hmm, I wonder why. They went a different direction, utilized Lady Bullseye. This right here is exactly why you need to download the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. Utilize code TOM101. You support the show, but you also get alerts just like this. That news spiked this particular book for good reason. Why else would they make it so that the Hulu producers were unable to utilize Daredevil's leading villain. Could we be seeing a Daredevil villain hit the MCU in the future? We know Charlie Cox is coming. Well, we have a 7.0 set in September for $350. That's up 7% this week. Now selling for $375. The 9.0 going for $550 last week, up 3%. Now selling for $565. But then we have the Big Daddy, the CGC 9.8. It sold for $1,800 back in July. And we do have a record-breaking sale. 11% increase now selling for two grand. Next at the list at number six. Astonishing Tales, issue number 25. A lot of spec behind Deathlock. There's been a plethora of producers, writers, and directors have all said that they would love to bring this character to the screen, which is why this book has come up on spec radar time and time again. But more importantly, we have the first Marvel published work by the great, the legend, George Perez. Yeah, and how do you even talk about it? George Perez announced on social media that he does have a terminal illness and that he may only be with us for like six months to a year, so it's super sad. Uh, an iconic creator in the comic book industry, and it makes sense that collectors are going to try to start scooping up as many keys as they can. Absolutely. Such a sad thing. Definitely one of the worst parts of my week. And we are looking at such a huge amount of love online in the comic fam on Instagram and on YouTube. It really matters to the community that this person is experiencing the love from his fans right now more than ever. And we love seeing it as well. Let's take a look at a signed copy, an 8.5 back in 2005, only going for $50, up 1,220% this week, now selling for 660 Yeah, that went crazy, man. The signature probably had a lot to do with it. Plus, the $50 was, you know, 2005. A 6.5 sold for $222 back in September. It's up 28%, now selling for 285 and then we have a 7.0 going for $250 back in October, up 22%, now selling for $304. Next at the list, Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 50, the comic book that won't cool off. You know what, Jem? Why don't we actually do this number a little different? Rather than talk about the heights and the differences in the new record breakers, let's take them back a whole year and really showcase how far this comic has come. You guys knew this book was going to hit the list, especially after all those teases and Easter eggs of the Kingpin in the Hawkeye show on Disney+. Plus. Let's take it back to April of 2020, looking at a CGC 6.5, selling for just $825. Then, in August of this year, we had a record-breaking sale of $2,266. But that record wouldn't stand for long, as we've had three sales surpassing that since. Two sales of $2,500, and then the all-time high up 18%, selling for $2,675. 
the first appearance of Kingpin keeps climbing in the market. We have a 7.0 back in April 2020. Could have been secured for $735. Back in September, the 7.0 sold for $3,200. And this past week, we have an increase of 9%, an all-new high of $3,499. It's funny how the 7.0 in April sold for less than the 6.5. Now let's look at the 7.5 in April of 2020, selling for just $875. This September, it had an all-new record breaker of $3,500, and now up 17%, an all-new high of $4,100. Hot damn, comic fam. Taking a look at the numbers from 2020, seeing just how similar the prices were amongst multiple grade points demonstrates the amount of spec eyes that are currently on this book now versus then. Next at the list, at number four, one of Jem's favorite Spider-Man, we're talking Miguel O'Hara. Spider-Man 2099, number one, but not the first print, not the newsstand. We're talking the reprint. And what's funny about this book is that this one has been on my radar since I got back into collecting because I started recollecting those action figures from my childhood before I got into the key issues and the statues and all that. Super cool variant, if you will, of Spider-Man 2099 issue one with that white border. This comic was inserted in the back of an action figure. They took the back border and changed it white. And that right there has made this book a ghost variant of our time. Very difficult to secure in high grade. You still see some of these comics still packaged, available on eBay. They go for above $500. But even with that plastic protecting it, those books on the inside are seldomly above a 9.2. And we have a 9.8 to report on. But not before we talk about the 9-2. We have a $338 sale that was set back in August 2020, up 18% this week, now selling for $400. Do you think it was because of the trailer? What did you think, Jim? Yeah, man, my boy Miggy showing up in Edge of the Spider-Verse 2. I'm a huge Spider-Man 2099 fan, so that was a pleasure to see. And yeah, I think that's the reason why we're seeing this on the list. And I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing some ASM 365s on the list. A CGC 9.4 sold for just $400 back in September, but it was surpassed two times, first with a sale of $425, and then for a 20% increase, selling for $480. The 9.6 back in January could have been purchased for $550. That's up 27% this week. Now selling for $700. Now, since you said Miggy, why don't you announce the 9.8 since you love this character so much, Jim? Thanks for allowing me to report on the 9.8 sale. Selling for $1,900 back in October. It's up 32%, selling for $2,500. Those are some gains, Jem. I was just chatting about this book on the last trending video with Russ, the Overstreet Price Guide advisor. Peep the last trending list video, comic fam. And we only knew the $1,900 sale at that point. We had... Very high hopes for this comic book, breaking records, shattering, going above the 2K marker, but 32%, that is tremendous. I think higher than even Russ would have thought. Next at the list, at number three, Destroyer Duck number one. This book will not come off our list. I know, man. It's not one of my favorite books. I didn't grow up with this one, but not only is it the first appearance of Destroyer Duck, but the first appearance of Gru the Wanderer. The reason why it's landing here today, Comic Fam, is because we reported on the new 9.8 all-time record breaker just last week. Prior record was set back in June for 600. Last week, we saw an $1,850 sale, an increase of 208%. And Jem, what happens when the 9.8 blows records? We get what we like to call the trickle-down effect. 
covering all those lower grades, getting them soaking wet in all those comic gains. We have a 9.0 back in November selling for $100, up 80%. Now selling for $180. And we also had a $116 sale and a $115 sale. This book is blowing up and it can't keep up with the highs. Yeah, a lot of sales for a book that I've never heard of until it came up on this list. A 9.2 sold for $129 in October. It's up 19%, now selling for 154 Steve Gerber teaming up with Jack Kirby, multiple artists to produce Destroyer Duck to raise funds to fight the cause against Marvel so he can get some of the rights back on Howard the Duck. Destroyer Duck was created, but a legendary comic book, key book, first appearance of an independent character was made. Sticking it to the man, the CGC 9.4 sold for $200 in June, and it's up 54%, selling for $260. Comic fam, you got under 12 hours to join the December Mystery Mail Call and your year right with comic books from yours truly, one per box, regarding the matter of Oswald's body, Johnny DeJardin's variant cover, palette knife technique, virgins going out at random, comictom101.com, or hit the link in the description. And at the list at number two... We have Tales of Suspense 94. I suspect Jim Carrey spec pushing this book right back up on the list. Jim Carrey as MODOK in the MCU, Ant-Man and Wasp 3, Quantumania. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe, but then again, Jim Carrey has been doing a lot of superhero stuff lately. We're talking about a CGC 1.8 here, a book that sold for $45 in January, up 220%, now selling for $144. Jim Carrey's played the Riddler in the DCU. He's also played The Mask, which is a Dark Horse property. He was in Kick-Ass, which is an image property. And now he's looking to cross over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We call that a quadruple threat. We have a 5.0 back in November going for $325. We also had this past week a $350 sale. That's an increase. But we also had a $375 sale. A new all-time high, that's an increase of 15%. Don't forget about the 5.5. It sold for $260 in June, and it's up 54%, now selling for 440 Slap the like, hit the subscribe button, enter to win by commenting down below this Trial of Magneto, dual Comic Tom whatnot, Wrath Grissetti exclusive, and at the list at number one, a comic book that just stunned Jem when we saw the list. Why is Fantastic Four Annual number one so damn hot? Why is this book on this list? I don't understand. It's not really a key issue. I mean, it's the first appearance of Krang, the first appearance of Lady Dorma. Who are these people? Sure, Namor finds Atlantis. Big whoop. It's not nearly a first appearance of Submariner. Is it because he's on the cover? Is it because it's the annual number one? I don't know what's going on with this book. Well, it's a classic cover, and it definitely deserves to be on the hot 10. But the concern is, why are so many members hunting this particular Submariner key over all the rest? Well, it's a thick book. It's difficult in high grade. We talked about the multiple 9.6 sales that have happened this year, and the trajectory has been outstanding. We had an $18,000 sale, then a $21,000 sale, and then recently a $40,000 sale. Only 11 of the 9.6s are on the census. It makes sense why those gains would be a reality because it's a thick book. It's an annual number one. But you're right, Jem. I don't feel the same type of key worthiness that warrants these types of gains, especially as it pertains to spec. 
especially to be number one on the list and the fact that it's been on the list repeatedly for weeks. Now, maybe there's a trickle down effect because we're seeing high 9.6 sales and that's why the lower grades are starting to show gains. I don't know, but a 1.8 as a record-breaking sale. It went for 183 in September. It's up 56% now, selling for 285. The 2.5 is up 12% this week with a new sale of 375. We have five record breakers to report on, so buckle up. The 3.5 went for 428 in October. That's up 29% as well, selling for 550. So many people are after this book. The 5.0 is up 4%, now selling for $725. The low just this year was $400 on this book. And then the 6.5 could have been secured for 834 back in June, clearing past the $1,000 marker just five months later, now selling for an increase of 59%, $1,324. Comic fan, have a great week. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Jem, where do they got to be every single Wednesday? You know Wednesdays are for whatnot. You got to download the app. Join myself on there, Comic Tom, and the rest of the crew. We start Whatnot Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yours truly with one hour, one dollar, one minute comic book auctions. We'll see you there. We got some dope funny books for you. And we have also some other comic book videos for you to watch. We made them for you. I really hope you enjoy them. Pick one of them and have a great week. <laughs>